I fought the law and the law won. I fought the law and the law won. Hello and welcome to the next episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. The podcast where Matt and Todd, for now, watch a Netflix top 10 movie. uh, And then we talk about it, discuss it, share our feelings and insights. Hopefully you listen to it and everyone is good. I am Todd Domer. And I'm Matt Malloy. And welcome, welcome to another episode where we watch a movie. We've done that on every episode except for one. True. And that I, was one, I was wondering when you started that sentence if you were going to remember <laughs> that. That one took place almost, uh, almost exactly a year ago, I think, which wow. was our COVID update. Yeah. Explaining that theaters were shutting down and so were we. But then we figured some things out. Yeah. Then we conquered technology. We did. So, so yeah. So today we're going to be talking about an older film. Feels weird to say an older film, but it is 20 years old. That's so crazy to me that this movie is 20 years old. Yep. Yeah, so we're talking about Training Day today. King Kong ain't got nothing on me. Yeah, exactly. Well, so this, yeah, this movie came out in in 2001, and it's got all kinds of interesting people in it. Yes. Uh, The two, the two, well, the lead is Denzel Washington and followed closely by Ethan Hawke. But there's also some uh, there's some musical stars in this. You've got your True. Dr. Dre, your Snoop Dogg, and, yeah. uh, and even Macy Gray is in this. Yes. And in a, her, her breakout performance, Eva Mendez is in this movie. She didn't really do much I was just this. about to look up if she had done much before this movie. Not much. Not much. Okay. So. And then you got some older guys. Uh, Scott Glenn has been in a bunch of stuff. Um, and Tom Berenger, obviously, has been in some things. True. So that's kind of where my immediate list of, of stars ends, which is, that's a lot, but... Anyone else pop out in your mind? Um, yeah, so there's this guy in it, um, Cliff Curtis, who I'm positive no one knows that name, but he's been in so much stuff. Like, he's just one of those actors that is always working, I feel. He was, uh, remember Dr. Sleep? He was Ewan McGregor's friend in that movie. Okay. He uh, he was one of the Mexican guys in the movie at the house with the tub. Gotcha. But, yeah. Um, other than that, not particularly. I mean, there's a couple people who, like, I've seen in different stuff, but nothing too noteworthy, I feel. Sorry if you listen to our podcast uh those people I'm talking about and I didn't name you. <laughs> yeah. Don't take it personally. Yeah, don't. Because we're not changing anything for you. Yeah, yeah. 
So uh, don't take it personally, but be true to yourself and know that you're not that big of a star. Right. Well, so what is this movie about training day? It is the, the premise of the movie is centered around the idea that Denzel Washington's character, Alonzo, um, mm-hmm. is basically in charge of like a team of detectives who work undercover narcotics type stuff and uh, are constantly scoring like big, uh, big arrests on, on like, uh, like high dollar amount seizures and stuff like that. And Ethan Hawke's character, Jake is, um, is trying to join that team of people. And so he goes with, um, Alonzo on what is called a training day where he just kind of shadows him as they go around and uh, do police work, police officer type things um, yeah. so that he can learn about kind of how Denzel's character runs his team of people and what he expects and all that kind of stuff. So that's the setup. What actually happens is uh, Alonzo is constantly throwing like sketchy and shady things for Jake to do to kind of prove himself from yeah. smoking uh, PCP laced marijuana to <laughs> drinking on the job uh, to letting people go and kind of beating people up. And um, it go- the list goes on and on and on. And yeah. it kind of culminates. So, so there's like this struggle between uh, Ethan Hawke's character, Jake, who is kind of a by-the-book guy who's trying to figure out how to stay true to that part of his character while yeah. Alonzo is pushing him to down the road of like police corruption, corruption and... Uh, and uh, abuse of power type things. Yeah. And then there's also, well, I won't go too much into my analysis of the movie, but um, <clears throat> so so this all kind of culminates when uh, this whole team of people gets together, all of Denzel's people get together, and they go and take someone down and end up, basically killing the guy um, for no reason other than they want him dead um, yeah. and they want his money, which they take, they seize the money, but then they take like a quarter, they, they take a, about a million dollars Yeah, something like that. out of four million. Um, and that's kind of the last straw for, for Jake. And he, uh, has to figure out a way to resolve his feelings and he does so in a way that I will not reveal. But yeah, I think that's kind of the plot in a nutshell. Yeah, it's, it's hard to get more into it without revealing too much. And for a movie like this, if you haven't seen it, you really, you know, 
you don't want anything to be ruined, I don't think. Right. Right. So. So. So, what did you think? Uh, you and I have both seen this movie before, but not for a number of years. So. Yeah, it's definitely been a while. Um, I, I mean, I, I liked this movie when I first saw it and I still like it. Like, I think it's, it's a pretty solid movie to me, both, I mean, in a, in a lot of as- aspects, really great acting from Denzel and Ethan Hawke. Um, really, really Denzel is the one who shines in this movie. And I think this was an important role for him, um, because it just kind of showed that he had a, I don't know, like an aggressive side. Like, you know, like he wasn't just the reliable, safe Denzel actor. It was like he was taking a huge risk, I think. <clears throat> or he wanted to shake things up a little bit. And I thought this was just one of those roles that's pretty iconic. Like, I think he'll re- be remembered for this role for a long time. Not to say that Ethan Hawke was bad or anything, but it's almost like no matter how good Ethan Hawke is in this movie, he's just outshined by the charisma that Denzel has in this movie. And it's just so captivating to me. Um, I was a little bit worried of whether or not it was going to hold up to me, not like just the movie itself, but how captivating Denzel's performance is. And it's, it's just as good as I remember. So, and it's, it, I mean, it's a really great story. It's a, it's a very engaging story. I mean, I think the soul of the movie is a good guy who's trying to do really good things is put into very sketchy, bad situations and continuously asked to compromise himself. And it's his struggle with it. Like, I think that's like the soul of the movie. But it's the Denzel show, for sure, in this movie, in the acting. Um, yeah, uh, what else to really say about this movie? I mean, I, I, I'm still a big fan of it. I thought it was really well done, and I really feel like anyone, if you haven't watched this movie, I think, I feel pretty strongly that you should watch this movie if you haven't. It's, uh, it's just that entertaining and that good. So, yeah, I mean, I don't want to continue to go on forever just saying random, general, nice things about this movie. You can't go until, like, a lot of the things I love specific about this movie, it's just not good to talk about until someone's seen it. So, <clears throat> I'm a fan. I think you should watch it. I think everyone does a pretty good job in this movie. Uh, but the star of the show, to me, is Denzel. And I think this is probably one of his, if not his most iconic role, is this movie, to me. So... That's going to be me. Who knows? Maybe you'll say something, Matt, that'll make me want to pipe in again. But, Matt. Well. Uh, how'd you feel about this movie? I, I enjoyed myself watching this movie, for sure. Um, one thing I was curious about is it's probably been 20 years since I've seen it. And I've learned mm-hmm. a lot about racism in America and about police brutality. And um, obviously, a lot of that's been coming up in our culture lately. And I wanted to see how this would fit into kind of what what we hear about sure. um, 
what black people face on a daily basis as far as um, when they're interacting with police. I, now obviously, Denzel Washington is playing a black cop in this, um, and that, that sort of complicates the narrative a little bit. We're just trying to overlay it onto what we are seeing in our country right now. Um, sure. But I, I thought that it showed... Well, there's a lot of corruption that's evident in this movie. And I do think that Denzel's character, Alonzo, at one point had his mind in the right place about the way to do things and the way to make progress in capturing criminals and so on and so forth. Uh, but then I think he was corrupted by power, which I feel like is sure. a huge problem in a lot of aspects of our society and yes. um, it got to the point where yes, he was generating arrests and he was um, taking care of some like criminals, but really he was also taking money from people to keep them kind of doing bad stuff and, uh, obviously, we see him kill someone in this movie, basically for money. And, right. Um, there's a there's a heavy dose of police corruption, which I think that lines up with some of what we've seen and heard about um, cops being abusing their power and the systems covering for them or taking care of them. Um, sure. So, uh, that's not 100% what happens here, but it certainly is a part of it. And I, I think that overall, I didn't really have any problems with the way that, uh, things were portrayed in this movie, uh, in, in light of where we are as a country today, 20 years later, I thought that it was probably an accurate portrayal of how some people are and how some cops are not all cops um and i thought that it was well i i also think that it's an intriguing story and an interesting movie outside of that um you're right denzel washington uh does an amazing job playing this charismatic bad guy who's <laughs> pretending to be good. Um, and, uh, and yeah, it doesn't really matter what, <clears throat> what anyone else does in the movie uh, because of, of uh, his, his star power, which is on full display. Sure. So. Well, you definitely uh, put on your more serious review goggles than I did for <laughs> this movie. Well, Yes. <laughs> Uh, it touched on some things that I've been really focused on learning about. So uh, I, I feel like I had to, to speak to that. So hopefully that's not a big turn off for people, but there is real stuff outside of movies that happens in the world. And what? No, there <laughs> You're such a liar. And sometimes we'll talk about that on this podcast. So, I would say absolutely agree with you, Todd. If you haven't seen this movie, do do take some time and watch it. 
And, uh, you know, yeah, think about what's happening in our country as you watch it. But it's okay for, for you to just enjoy the interesting story as well if you need a break from what's happening. Um, it's certainly not a kid's movie, so it, don't make it a family affair. It is, it is not a kid's movie. There is plenty of, of violence. I think there's, there's some head trauma. There's <laughs> yeah, not much though. I don't think in this movie. No, not much head trauma. Some though. So watch out, Ed. Yeah. But yeah, go watch this if you didn't, if you haven't seen it yet, or if you haven't even, if you haven't seen it in a long time, watch it again. Yeah, I uh, I will say that this movie has one of my favorite instances of the good guy doing something just purely good and it comes back in a major way near the end of the movie. Like I'm not going to like go into it, but it's like one of my favorite because movies do this sometimes where something happens in the beginning and then it becomes, it comes up again at the end of the movie through some way shenanigans or whatever. This, this movie has one of my favorite instances of that. Mm. So if you, Watch it if you've never seen it and you pick up on it. Shoot me a message. Why not? Yeah. Let's talk about it. So, Matt, how many um, thrown up crack bags would you give this movie <laughs> zero to five? I can even extend that thrown up crack bags by Snoop Dogg. Yes. <laughs> Would you give this movie zero to five? Well, and in this case, thrown up crack bags, the more thrown up crack bags you have, the better yeah. the score is. The more the merrier. That's you want right. you want as many thrown up saliva stomach acid covered <laughs> crack bags as you can get. Yes. So we'll be doing zero to five, although in the movie uh, Snoop Dogg does throw up six uh, yes. crack bags. Um, well, I am going to go out and say I'm going to go with a pretty high rating for this movie. I'm going to go 4.2 mm. crack bags out of five. Thrown up crack bags by Snoop Dogg. Yes, thrown up crack bags by Snoop Dogg out of five. Um, and say that I, I, you know, other than perhaps someone being turned off by the violence or the subject matter of this movie. Um, or language. Language. You know, there's, there's a few. This is a rated R movie, and it's true R. Um, true. But other than those types of objectionable things, I think there's not a ton wrong with the movie itself as far as how it's constructed and certainly how it's acted. So that's where I'm going to do 4.2. Nice. Yeah, I, I'm at a, pretty sure I'm going to land on a 4.1. Well, that was in my head when we went into our talkings about. And uh, I, I do think it's kind of... Maybe it, I don't I don't want to say rare, but I mean this year's this movie's twenty years old, and I feel like there's other movies that are twenty years old or older, or maybe even not as old as that that you can watch and go, 
Uh, this feels a little dated, like, or something like that. And this one didn't have that much of that, you know? Obviously, when someone pulls out a cell phone, it's not our cell phones today or anything like that. But right, it just felt, you know... Because even in, in talking about, like, the police brutality aspect of it, uh, there's, like, one line in the movie where Ethan Hawke is, like, he's, like, man... The chief's really cracking down on, you know, police brutality, doing bad stuff like, you know, we can't keep doing this, really cracking down. And I was like, yeah, that is, that's true for right now. <laughs> that's very true. Across the country, yep. cracking down. Yep. So, yeah, so I'm at a 4.1. I say, if you haven't watched this movie, just stop listening right now and go watch it. Correct. No excuse. Although you won't find out what movie we're reviewing next if you just stop it, but maybe That's after true. you watch the movie, come back and you can come back to and the finish. Last, yeah, last bit here. Absolutely. Well, so that's going to put our average rating at a pretty high four point one five. Thrown up crack bags by Snoop Dogg out of five. Um, that's a that's a that's a pretty high number for us. That is. Um, so we say watch it. Uh, unless you've got some kind of moral objections um, to content, you should watch it. Yeah. Uh, and now, before we sign off, I will reveal the movie that we're going to watch. <laughs> yeah. Next. And that movie is called uh, Yes Day. Mm. No. <laughs> Are you familiar with this movie? I just, uh, I was at a friend's house today and we were about to watch something on Netflix and I was like, what's yes day? <laughs> the only thing I know about it, it's like a day of parents saying yes or something like that. Right. The tagline here is ice cream for breakfast. Sure. Water balloon battles. Why not? Today they're saying yes to having fun with a few ground rules. Hmm. So. I don't think this movie will stack up to Yes Man with the Jim Carrey movie, which I saw and was like, this movie was better than any right it, it should have been. <laughs> <laughs> like, I went in expecting nothing from that movie, and I ended up really liking it. For, so, yes, I don't know. I don't think this one's going to have the same effect on me, but who knows? Maybe I'll be pleasantly surprised. You could be. It's got Jennifer Garner in it. She's the star. Mm. It's a family film, I think. I think so, too. Well, that's going to wrap it up for this episode of Matt and Todd Go to the Movies. Uh, thank you, all listeners, for continuing to listen to our podcast. Uh, we enjoy making it, and we'll continue to do so. Yeah. Da-da-da-da. Da-da. Da-da-da. Da-da-da.